We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. This episode is sponsored by Schwann's.com. What are you having for dinner tonight? Hmm, good question. Schwann's Home Delivery has a solution for you. Stock up your freezer with high-quality frozen foods like premium meats and sides, delicious ready-made meals, ice cream, and more. No subscriptions, no memberships, just a friendly yellow truck that's been delivering food for almost 70 years. Listeners of this show get a special deal. Get 20% off your first order with code YUM20. Check out schwanns.com backslash yum for details. Welcome to Rams Talk Radio. My name is Eric C. Paula for Rams Talk. And today I am with Stebbin Bailey, Rams receiver. Stebbin, how you doing? I'm doing great, man. How are you? It's a wonderful day. Wonderful day. I'm glad to talk to you. Um, one one thing we're really wanting to know right away is how are things? How's life been going for you? Well, everything's going extremely well. Um, I mean, you guys actually picked a great time to call me. I just left from seeing my doctor uh, about the surgery that I just had this past Friday to, you know, give me uh, a better chance of making a return to the NFL where it's safer for me. And the news that I just received from him was all amazing. Well, you're leaving me out in the dark here. What? <laughs> what's the amazing news? Okay. <laughs> well, okay, I had to have surgery this past Friday to um, just pretty much make make it safer, you know, for my everyday life as far as um, how, how my skull was um, fixed after the the first surgery after the shooting. Mm-hmm. And the doctor, you know, before I had the surgery, he was just telling me, you know, if I wanted to play football or if I didn't, that this surgery was 
going to be important for, you know, my everyday living. You know, just in case I got into a car accident, hit my head real hard, you know, I could probably be at risk of, you know, harming myself. So either way, you know, I had to get it done. But um, basically the implant that they put in, into my head is uh, made of, like, titanium steel. So it's harder than, like, any human skull and it's pretty much almost bulletproof. So that is great news for one. And for two, as far as me trying to make a return to football, uh, it, it's, it's very likely, you know, with this new surgery I just had. So help me fill, uh, fill in the fans uh, who listen to the show. The the shooting itself, you know, obviously damage, did, did a lot of damage to your, to your head and so on and so forth. Um, what were the actual physical results for your body in terms of what you can and can't do leading into this last surgery? Oh, well, I was able to actually do everything. Um, you know, I never really took time off from, you know, just training and just trying to, you know, just stay in good physical shape. It's just all been a matter of, you know, is it safe? Is it all safe? And that's, you know, my number one concern as far as making a, a return for football. So, yeah, as of now, I mean, uh, I feel good and I just need to, you know, just let my the swelling from this past surgery go around and, I'll be, you know, making a run for returning this next season. Okay. So just just so I can clarify, you know, the same athletic abilities you had before, the same speed, the same agility, the same ability to make a cut on a route and so on and so forth, you were still able to do even after what happened. Yes. And so it was just a question of whether or not your your skull can handle it. Exactly. Okay. So this titanium plate will then make make it much more possible for you to be able to do that. Absolutely. I could sustain, you know, a would-be hit or, you know, anything of that nature with how physical the game is. So mm-hmm. that's pretty bad. Watching you play, you you know, you were one of those players that the Rams viewed as a major a major part of the future when you were drafted. And um, how has this whole journey for you affected your life from that point to now? Well, for me personally, I mean, it is pretty much – open my eyes that it's, you know, it's, it's a clear reason that I'm on this earth, you know, to do more than just play football. So as far as, you know, what I've been through, I mean, I felt like, you know, God spared my life. That was number one. And then physically, you know, once I went through the rehab process of the first surgery, you know, I felt great and actually was training to try to play this, this season that just passed. But um, it wasn't, my head wasn't ready in time, in enough time. So, you know, I just figured, okay, well, you know, just continue to train and, um, you know, do what I can from a physical standpoint and, you know, just let God have everything else, which is just had the surgery and I'm looking good, feeling good too. You know, you, you mentioned God. Can you explain the role that um, your faith in God has played in this whole process for you? Oh, man, well, I mean, Major role, major, major, major role. I mean, you know, you just think about the circumstances of everything that happened to me. Me and my cousin both, you know, who was involved in the incident, he was shot 11 times, and he's actually sitting in the back seat with me right now, you know, able to talk, smile, walk around, and myself shot twice in the head. I mean, there's not too many people, you know, can make it from something like that. So that alone lets us both know that, you know, God had to be there with us and, for the for the doctors to do the surgery that they did, for both of us to save our lives, and we're still here with our families, and that's you know extremely big. You you said you felt like you know God has you alive for a reason, and it's more than just football. 
What do you believe that? What do you believe is your your destiny, so to speak, in life outside of the game? Yeah, I was saying I feel like you know everybody as human beings at some point will face adversity, whether it's losing a job or maybe losing a loved one, many different things in life. However, you know you got to take the good with the bad, and you know just continue to roll whatever goal you can have in life. You know just just to keep going and. Uh, I remember, you know, going back to my first surgery when it was time for me to do physical therapy. The doctors came in the room and they asked, you know, what, what are you going? And all I could think about was, oh, I need to get back to practice. I need to get back up to St. Louis for, you know, practice as soon as I can. And they were all looking at me crazy. Like, is that, that's really what you're thinking about right now? But yeah, that's, that's where my mind was. And, you know, as far as me making a return to football, safety is, is the biggest thing. So, um, you know, if doctors want to say, uh, stay, we don't think it's safe for you to, you know, go back out there, uh, hit could really damage your life. And, you know, I accept that that door has closed, but I haven't gotten that information, you know, as far as, oh, you can't do it anymore. I just needed to have this, this surgery. Have you kept touch with, you know, you were in camp before, you know, with the Rams. Uh, have you kept touch with them since you were waived? Uh, here and there, here and there, uh, People like uh, Coach John Foster, Coach Bones. Um, I had a very, you know, personal relationship with him my whole time of being with the Rams, and so uh, he's a guy that really cares, you know, about players outside of just football. So I keep in touch with him all the time. Uh, Fisher was my coach, and he was fired, so of course that changed a lot. I still talk to him here and there, but as far as everybody in the New South, not so much. Now, have have other teams expressed interest in you in, in terms of, you know, keeping an eye on you and seeing if you'll be available one day? Uh, Yeah, here and there. I mean, I have my agent doing a little groundwork, but like I say, um, you know, the biggest thing was to make sure I'm healthy before moving on, on anything, and that's, you know, what I've been focusing on for all the time that I've been away. What if that's not the avenue for you? What if by chance of surgery, while successful, it doesn't make it as safe for you as you need it to be down the line. What are you going to do? I read that you you had looked into possibly going to coaching um, in the future. Is that where you would go, or is there something else that you'd want to do? Uh, probably so. I mean, my, my heart is still very much so wrapped around the game that I know everything that I've learned throughout my career I could pass on to others, you know, train, you know, other young athletes. I got young athletes in my family, you know, who I could help out, so. Uh, that's probably why I would try to direct my attention to, but, uh, you know, I got a, a clothing line that I just, um, released probably a month ago, three, three weeks ago. That's like a, um, athletic clothing, clothing line, uh, positive energy and got, you know, just a couple different projects. I'm actually in the mix of writing a book too, so. Oh, well, that, now that gives us more things to talk about. First, let's hear about this clothing line of yours. Tell us about it. Well, positive energy, you know, um, is the name of it. And after the shooting, um, um, I feel like everybody who knows me personally know that I'm an extremely positive person. And as far as that thing that I may go through in life or if I'm talking to a friend who may be going through tough times, you know, I'm always there to try to give positive encouragement to just, just change how they may be thinking about the whole situation. And so I figured, you know, with the following that I have, if I can, you know, start a clothing line, which the slogan is keep going. You know, that's kind of like how Nike has, just do it. Mm-hmm. Under Armour is I will, you know, just something to keep the people going. And I'm, you know, an example in itself of, you know, what it means to persevere and just continue to go. So where can people 
get items from your clothing line? Positive-energy.com, uh, and that's energy with two E's on the end, so it's not E-N-E-R-G-Y, it's E-N-E-R-G-E-E. Is there a Twitter handle for that, too? There's an Instagram page, and there's a Facebook page for the clothing line. Um, I have the website and the links in every bio, though, for all my social media, uh, my Twitter, my Instagram, and I'm constantly talking about it on my um Snapchat account as well. Wow. So you so you really are knee deep in this. You're really getting far already with this. Uh, what about your book? What can you tell us about the book? Uh, well, the book is, is another thing. It's kind of like so in between my own personal testimony of uh, what happened and from the night of the shooting. Um, I felt like you know everybody heard what happened. Exclusive details you will have to you know, read. You know, purchase the book and. You know, I'm just pretty much trying to tell everybody exactly what happened, you know, from that night, everything I remember. Um, you know, me and my cousin both, after such a horrific time, you know, we were able to stay coherent, you know, all the way right to the hospital. So it's, it's, it's just like, you know, excruciating details from that night and just kind of what God is doing in my life now, moving forward. I guess you already have a writer for it and everything. You're, you know, you're writing it yourself. Um, do you know when this book will be out? Uh, I want to say next 2018 sometime. I understand that, you know, to actually write a book and you got to, you know, have a target audience. It's a, it's a little work that needs to be done. So I'm not mm -hmm. in a, a full-out rush to get it out. I want to make sure it's done correctly and, um, you know, get with some, some other mentors of mine who can help point me in the direction of different publishers and, you know, just see, see where it goes. But it's, it's a work in progress. Well, hey, I'll, I'll give you I'll give you a quick pointer. A lot of the football uh, writers out there, uh, we use McFarland. If you want to check them out, <laughs> McFarland's um, McFarland. McFarland. Uh, okay. They're they're pretty well known football. Um, pretty they're pretty big. The, the Pro Football Researchers Association actually works with them a lot. So they may be okay. a, a company you want to check into. I appreciate that advice. Well, if I can give something back here, it's, I'm, I, I get to be the writer once in a while, every blue moon, apparently. So, but hey, let me ask you this question here before you know. I, I'm sure you're busy. I know you gotta get going here. But in the end, um, regardless of what happens here, and it looks like you got some great news, and we're very happy to hear it. Right. What do you want people to take from your story, your life, and be inspired by? It? What do you want them to know about you? Well, I'm just a person that you know. If I set my mind out to do something, which since I was a kid, you know, I had the dream of, you know, making it to the NFL and have my ups and downs with that. But, you know, just, just to continue going, whatever dream you may have, you know, never let nobody put a limit on what you can do as an individual. You know, sky is the limit. So that's what I want people to take from me and, you know, keep going. Okay. And w one more question I, ha I have to ask, because I know you, I, I, you have to, I'm sure you are watching what's going on out there with the Rams. How do you feel watching some of your buddies do what they're doing this year? Is you know, does it surprise you? Or are you how are you feeling watching this? Uh, well, it's a bunch of mixed emotions. First, you know, I obviously wish I could be out there myself, but that's not the case. However, um, you know, all those guys are really like brothers to me, so it's it's extremely pleasing to see that they're doing well. You know, first half of the season is going really good. It's you know gratifying to see everybody's doing extremely well. On, on all three tables, on, you know, on the ball. So, um, you know, I'm a person that's rooting for for those guys, and you know, wish I could be a part of it this year. But 
yeah. still trying to make you know my own return. Just to uh, just to let you know, uh, you were and uh, you know you still are. You're you're uh, watching you play for the Rams and seeing you know some of the good things you can do. I remember you know, and I do hope that one day you get to wear the horns again. Right. I want you to know that. I'm a, I'm a long-time Rams guy, and what, what, when I saw you drafted and saw how, you, you know, when you had your opportunities, you made the magic happen. So, Stephen, I do hope you get back on the field soon, and if it's not with the Rams, I hope you can fulfill that dream wherever God leads you. And thanks right. for coming on the show. I really appreciate you coming on. Oh, no problem. No problem. Thanks, man. Thanks for having me. Okay, again, this is for fans. This is Stedman Bailey, our Ram receiver. We hope to see him on the field soon. Stedman, take care. Thank you very much. control what's outside your home, but you can control what comes in. Because Clorox disinfecting wipes kill 99.9% of viruses and bacteria, including COVID-19 virus, when used as directed on hard, non-porous surfaces. So whether it's from dirty doorknobs, dirty shoes, or something else, outside germs won't stand a chance. When it counts, trust Clorox. Kill Pseudomonas, Salmonella, and Influenza virus type A2. Kill SARS-CoV-2 on hard, non-porous surfaces. Use as directed. You can't control what's outside your home, but you can control what comes in. Because Clorox disinfecting wipes kill 99.9% of viruses and bacteria, including COVID-19 virus, when used as directed on hard, non-porous surfaces. So whether it's from dirty doorknobs, dirty shoes, or something else, outside germs won't stand a chance. When it counts, trust Clorox. Kill Pseudomonas, Salmonella, and Influenza virus type A2. Kill SARS-CoV-2 on hard, non-porous surfaces. Use as directed. Sugar Ray Leonard, Roberto Duran, Marvelous Marvin Hagler, and Thomas Hearns. Legends, whose four-way rivalry defined one of the greatest eras in boxing history. Relive their decade of dominance in the new Showtime sports documentary, The Kings, a four-part series premiering Sunday, June 6th, only on Showtime.